At this week's session meeting, Elder Mike Bruno shared how his faith in Christ had been shaped by his service as an elder. And Mike's given me permission to share this part of his story. It was a set of four words. I can't take that. I can't take that. Maybe you're thinking along the lines of a pandemic. I can't take another week of this separation. I can't take another week of homeschooling my children. I can't take not being at work. I can't take being so lonely. I can't take the reduction in my work hours. I can't take this new normal. But when Mike heard these words, there was no pandemic. It was a confession from a person sitting in the pew to an elder serving communion. Maybe not a confession, maybe more of a plea. I can't take that. It was a statement about receiving the life-giving presence of the body of Christ. For Mike, a quandary, reaching out in service with Christ, meeting an unexpected refusal. I can't take that. The answer is no. We can't take God's grace. We can only receive it. Do you believe this? While Ash Wednesday seems like it was a lifetime ago, it was just five weeks. I remember my youngest standing before me and my thumb was in that thickened, oily ash and her hand was holding her hair back and my insides protested, no, I don't wanna mark my child with this sign of the cross. And yet in faith, I marked her forehead. I locked eyes with her and I said, Abigail, from dust you came, to dust you shall return. No one, not this mother, daughter, sister, wife, wants to look upon the death of someone whom they love. And yet none of us is exempt. Yet we return and we remember that we are mortal, we are human, and we belong to God. Do you believe this? As a guide for Lenten study at Idlewild, we took on the theme of wilderness. You might notice that the Lord's table is set for this journey of wilderness with ash and a barren, fierce landscape. We thought being a church in transition was a sort of wilderness, but little, little did we know about the wilderness that we would soon discover. As Peter Calkins commented last week, to be honest, I didn't plan on giving up quite this much for Lent. What was normal is no more. Only uncertainty is certain. Now, Idlewild had Lenten wilderness plans. 
Lenten lectionary groups were going to practice different spiritual disciplines with one another's and one another in homes. They were studying the scripture text which would be preached. Congregants were considering questions and then they wove strings through bike wheels as a visual witness to weaving discernment in the wilderness. In our reception area in the Jones building, against a wall of Bibles, five crosses hang. And with each cross, there is a story, a reflection about a congregant's understanding of the meaning of cross and how the cross shapes their life of faith. And up on the third floor of the Jones building, there is an art exhibit entitled Epiphany to Wilderness. And the exhibit was inspired by a line from a sermon preached by the Reverend Rebecca Abel Lamar. And this is the line of inspiration. In wilderness, we remember that we serve a God with a history of getting people through the wilderness. And this is our new wilderness. Doctors and nurses from our congregations labor at great risk. The most vulnerable in our city are at risk. Senior living places are on lockdown. Family cannot be together. College students are home, but their dorm rooms are still set up. High school seniors stumble, and second graders miss their teachers, and their teachers miss them. And isolation begins to settle into the cracks. And loneliness is like a weighted blanket. Scarcity and fear are real. Mike was met with, I can't take it. But Martha, in our text this morning, was met with Christ. I am the resurrection and the life. Do you believe that? Life for Martha and Mary was not separated from suffering and pain. And when trouble nears to these sisters with their brother dying, these sisters were known as the sisters of rebellion. They don't cower or fade away. They go straight to God, not dismissing or denying their pain. The majority of today's lesson from the Gospel of John rests in the actions of these women with Christ in the service of love. Yes, it is likely that they were dependent upon their brother Lazarus for their livelihood. Yes, and in what other passage of scripture do we witness Jesus greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved, so much so that he weeps? Our relationships knit in Christ's love, they matter. We are not free from the reality of suffering and pain, injury and illness, nor death. We are human. And for some of us, it's hard to admit that truth. In the face of suffering, there is dismissal. Oh, it's not that bad. Think of the others. They have it much worse. Or in the face of pain, there's denial. Oh, it could be so much worse. Uh, I'll shake it off. It'll get better tomorrow. Comparative suffering does us no good. 
when we hide the truth of how it is with our lives, with our feelings, when we dismiss and we deny, what happens is fear takes the reins and controls our living. And fear has no place in God's grace. We confess this truth with one another in hymns and prayers and confessions. It's the truth of why we gather together today and worship a risen Christ. We are bound by the grace of God in Christ Jesus. We are saved and we have abundant life and deep faith in the great I am. Bound together, love is stronger than fear. Martha and Mary go to Christ because they trust that the risk of loving is always worth taking. Bound together, love is stronger than fear. And we stand before Christ because we trust that the risk of loving is always worth taking. If we limit anything in these days of pandemic, might it be our consumption of the news and hoarding the inessentials? Instead, maybe, just maybe, what if we give a little more of Christ's self-emptying, forgiving love? God's grace. God's grace goes with us. There's nothing we can do to earn it or to be separated from it. God's grace goes with us in the wilderness. And God, God has a history of getting people through the wilderness. Do you believe this? To God be all glory, now and forever. Amen.